Good morning, Flagler County, and welcome to Veterans on Point, a WNZF radio show developed in mind for our county's beloved and respected veterans population and anyone else listening via internet or podcast. I'm your host, David Lydon, the Flagler County Veterans Services Officer, and naturally I'm here with my friend and colleague at the office, Eric Flores. Good morning, Eric. Good morning, Dave, and good morning to all our listeners, our crowd out there. I know it's growing. I hope that everybody's doing uh, well health-wise and enjoying uh, the weather that we have here in, in the county, in and the city. Holly jolly season oh, here yes. in Flagler County. So it's great. If you're lucky enough to live in Flagler County, you're lucky enough. Amen. <clears throat> yes, we're lucky. Our legal loyal listeners, of course, uh, our good friend and pal, Billy Jones. Billy. Good morning, sir. Good morning, and ma'am. His lovely wife, Joe. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How do you feeling, Billy? He was uh, saying, though, we're telling everybody what his age is. No, no. He no. loves it. <laughs> he loves the attention. Well, he's doing great. Uh, he's, he's doing, doing great. great. Yep. Hello, great. I wish I, uh, I'll make it that. Oh, good morning, J1S. So, and also, uh, Master Chief uh, Dan. He and uh, his wife, Kay, Dan, called recently. Yes, so they Master did. Chief. He did. Yes. Good morning, shipmate. Hope you folks are always doing well. And uh, that was pal Marine uh, Jeff Kingdon, under the weather. He was under weather. But yeah. uh, he's going to get well, and he's, oh, yeah. he's going he's gonna to visit his grandkids here for Christmas. So, Jeff, uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you guys. Talking Tom. So Talking Tom at the American Legion Christmas party. And, uh, of course, he was talking. <laughs> he was being Tom. I just got a hold of Tom uh, today. I let him know that the VA is going to bring their health care RV to the yes. VFW on February 14th. Awesome. So they can register uh, veterans for health care. Yes, put the so, word out, guys. So keep that keep that on your calendars yes. in case you're not registered already. And you uh, save you a trip down to Daytona or up to the uh, St. Augustine Clinic. Get registered in Palm Coast. Great service, Charlie Hanger. He was at the he was at the Legion Christmas party too, and his wife Jenny. So good morning, good Good morning. Then we got Valerie. Valerie's a listener, and Dennis, and and uh, Bill, and Sharon. And uh, Bill's always reminding me to let tell veterans don't be dumb. Come come find out about their benefits. Don't become a dumb veteran, my friend. (laughs) Then we've got a few gyms like. Jim Howard, and then we got a Stephen, Stephen Emmett, and a James, and a James the male maid, and the Gallagher's, and Bill, and we'll uh, we got Bill on our as our veteran of the week this week, so right. keep an ear out for that. <clears throat> and we've got Don and Delmer and Michael, another J- and another James, uh, the firefighter, and then James, who's an Army Sergeant First Class. So a lot of James, man. Good morning to all, and thanks yes. for being loyal listeners. Good morning, guys. And of naturally, we switch over to our Veteran of the Week. And the Palm Coast Observer is kind enough to highlight a veteran each week in the Palm Coast Observer. And this week is no exception. And this week, the veteran is William Campanella, United States Army, 1968 to 1969. He separated as a specialist for... His MOS, or his occupation in the Army, was military journalist. His hometown is Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. William Campanella studied at the University of California in Los Angeles and received a bachelor's degree. Immediately after graduation, he entered military service in the United States Army 
and found himself deployed to the Republic of Vietnam, assigned to the 1st Cavalry Special Services as a military journalist. The duty of a military journalist is to be embedded with combat units and chronicle for history the events of war. It is repetitively dangerous, and Campanella was awarded the Bronze Star Medal for his tour in Vietnam. He also earned an Army Commendation Medal, Vietnam Gallantry Cross with Palm Service, a uh, Palm Device, Vietnam Service Medal, and National Defense Service Medal. In the years after his honorable military service, Campanella used his GI Bill benefits to return to school in Florida to learn farming. Campanella resides in Fragler Beach with his wife Grace and he is owner-operator of Gospel Gardens Nursery in Bunnell, offering expert landscaping and hardscaping. Bill Campanella, thank you for your service, sir. Thank you, sir. And uh, as as regular, regular listeners know, we like to mention a historic event from each of the days of our broadcast week. As we history remembered on Veterans on Point, we hope it gives you something to remember, something to think about, go back and read more about. Veterans make history, are largely responsible for us being able to have a history. We mentioned the good, the bad, and the weird. No one country or people is perfect, but there is no better place on earth. Despite all the craziness that's going on, and the world is safer and more prosperous because of the United States of America, prove me wrong. Indeed. And like I said, despite all the craziness, we're still the best, and nobody stepped up to prove us wrong, Eric. No, they won't. Here's our history for the 17th through the 23rd of December. And uh, on December 17th, 1903, near Kitty Hawk, North Carolina, brothers Orville and Wilbur Wright made the first successful sustained flights in an airplane. Orville first, gliding 120 feet through the air in 12 seconds. On December 18th, 1865, slavery was abolished in the United States by proclamation of the U.S. Secretary of State. The 13th Amendment to the Constitution outlawing slavery officially entered into force, having been ratified by the requisite states on December 6th. On December 19th, 1998, President Bill Clinton was impeached charging him with lying under oath to a federal grand jury and obstructing justice regarding his affair with 21-year-old intern Monica Lewinsky. On December 20th, 2019, U.S. President Donald Trump signed the National Defense Authorization Act, which established the Space Force, a branch of the new branch of the United States military. On December 21st, 1945, United States General George Patton, known as Old Blood and Guts by his men, died following an automobile accident in Germany. Imagine a, uh, imagine a, you know. Uh, he did not die during the war. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when it's your time, it's your time. Right. A storied general like Patton going down by a automobile accident. Right. On December 22nd. 2017, President Donald Trump signs the $1.5 trillion tax overhaul into law, which uh, I understand they're trying to sunset, but we'll see what happens with that. On December 23rd, 1968, the crew and captain of the U.S. intelligence gathering ship, the Pueblo, are released after 11 months imprisonment by the government of North Korea. 
the ship and its 83-man crew was seized by North Korean warships on January 23rd and charged with intruding into North Korean waters. If I remember correctly, because uh, Master Chief gave me an article on that, the the uh, I don't know if the Pueblo was still in their in the, still in their possession or they eventually did give it back after many years. Don't know, to be honest with you. I can't remember. No. I, I something like that. They held it for a long time. They might even still be there. But that's our history for this week, the 17th through the 23rd of December. And it comes to that point in the program where we say, drivers, 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 the DAV is seeking volunteer drivers to take veterans from their homes to their VA appointments. And you can get a hold of the DAV Chapter 86 Transportation Supervisor at 386-439-2122 to find out how to become a volunteer driver. You don't have to use your own vehicle. The DAV has Veterans Affairs vehicles that you will use. You do have to be insurable. You do have to be uh, vetted by the VA, which includes a physical, brief physical. And um, it's rewarding. I did it for three years before becoming the veteran service officer. And you get to meet different folks all the time, different veterans, and sometimes their spouses who accompany them to the appointments. And uh, it is, like I said, it's rewarding. So consider volunteering your time to the DAV. If driving's not your thing, you know, the DAV has other has other volunteer opportunities, as does uh, the VFW and our other service organizations. If you'd like to find out how to join a service organization, you can always call Eric or myself at Flagler County Veterans Services at 386-313-4014. We'll point you in the direction of the folks who uh, who will provide you an application. You can... Sign up to join either the American Legion, the VFW, the Marine Corps League, um, the uh, Military Officers Officers Association Association of America. Um, Who am I missing? More. I got more. You got more? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, just uh, just let us know. And was telling the veteran, talking to a veteran – today with eric about the importance of belonging to these because he was he was a retiree complaining that that um he cannot get both the va disability and his pension um both full amounts unless he gets to the 50 percent rating with the va and he didn't think that was fair which it's not but the service organizations have been lobbying for that for years and years and years. And unless you're part of those organizations trying to lobby, then I mean, you can complain about it, but don't complain too much unless you're backing, you're putting yourself into the numbers to yes. help, help these service organizations let the uh, Congress know that, Hey, we've got, we've got, we got uh, numbers, we got votes. Yeah. We've got votes. <clears throat> so it's very important to join any of those organizations, guys, you know, uh, there are our lobbyists. Yeah, and they, you know, they oftentimes they'll, if you're an active member, you get the emails. They'll they'll send you that information. You can you can fill out a uh, a letter to your congressman or your senator, reminding them that you think that's an important bill. And uh, I agree. You know, it's I think it's unfair, but it's a lot of things that that are unfair. But yeah, there there are our lobbyists, so it is important to at least belong to one of them. 
there will be there will be loving for your and your benefit. And Dave, let me ask you a question about that DAV uh, transportation. Yeah, uh, that include also to CMP examination, VA CMP examinations. Yes, it does. If okay, it has, to, has to do with the VA exactly, or even community care network appointments. You see, guys, uh, I know there's uh, there's I know we have uh, quite a few veterans that have uh, claims open, and and if you get uh, uh, a CMP examination scheduled in, in Lake Nona and you cannot change it, guess what? They can provide you a transportation all the way to Lake Nona or Lake Baldwin. You know who took advantage of that service from the DAV it was Frank. See, Frank. You know, the, if you've seen the uh, the white-haired gentleman that rides his, his bicycle around uh, oh, on Moody yes. Boulevard, yes. he recently had very good success, and uh, he can, in part, thank the DAV Chapter 86 for giving him a ride to his compensation and pension exam. And uh, so they're, they are there, the, you know, they're available. you got to at least give them a week's notice Absolutely, yeah. to get on their schedule. But they're volunteers. They've got volunteers who are willing to help you and uh, get you to your appointments. And they always need more. And they always need more volunteers. So it is the service being used, folks. So, um, you know, <laughs> Eric, we get a lot of folks that come in and say, oh, I'm, I'm looking for – I'm looking for something to volunteer or something, you know, do this. That. And then I, I, how many times have we said, well, the DAV is looking for drivers, and all of a sudden the that conversation is, yes. comes to an Change, end. I, I yes. don't – but but they do – there are people who do want to volunteer. But people are very selective of what they want to do. And sometimes, I'll be honest, sometimes I wonder what they really want to – if they know what they really want to do. So, But we're always, you know, just DAV, let, you know, let you know. We're recruiting for you, and you know you guys listen. So um, we won't let the guard down. Believe. We won't let our guard down. So one of the things, you know, Eric, what I said we'd uh, try to talk about today is that I'm sure you do, just like I do. You get veterans who come in, and or they maybe they didn't come in yet, or the first time they come in, they they say, "Well, I never came in before because I." I don't think my disabilities measure up to another veteran's disabilities. You know, I, I just have, you know, this, this problem with my knee or this problem with my shoulder. And, you know, I know there's guys with amputations or I know there's guys with cancer or there's gals with whatever. And I just want to, you know, I, I hear that. I hear that quite often. I just want to let, let you know if you're listening and you're not coming to see your veteran service officer because you think your condition or your your service-connected disability is not important. Well, if it's important to you, it's important to us. If it's important to your family, it's important to us. Um, don't judge your, your disability based on not another veteran. So. Not at all. This is another one that I, I hear all the time. I never used VA before because I'm not a combat vet. Right, and that's, and that's, yes. uh, that's a mistake too. It is. You're a veteran. Absolutely. You know, just, you know, just cause, uh, you know, just cause your country wasn't at war or, you know, you, you didn't get sent. There's plenty of veterans who didn't get sent into the, into combat. So, or the combat zone. And, um, you know, you served, you did your time. You're, if, if you meet, you know, the VA does go by, um, you know, they, they do have a threshold for income. But if you have a disability you believe is from the uh, from your military service, 
that's when you come to talk to us. And then if you, you know, we get you linked for that condition based on your military service, then it doesn't matter what your income is. You're now eligible for VA health care. And, you know, we recommend that you do at least, at least we've talked about this before, is at least get registered and be in the system. And if and if you like your private doctors on the outside, you don't have to change anything. You just have an additional resource with the VA healthcare system, and just go down. If you you know just to stay active, just go down once a year for your blood work and your physical. And you know we record this on Wednesdays. It airs on Sundays. And just before I left the office today to come out here, I did have a veteran in who. You know, we just got it. He got increased for his hearing loss on the benefit side. And he said, you know, David, nobody's called me about my hearing aids. And I said, well, sir, <laughs> the ben- the benefit side doesn't call you about your hearing aids. That's the healthcare side. I said, when was, when was the last time you used the VA healthcare system? Oh, I can't remember. You okay. Know. I you said, go. well, that's where, you're, that's who's going to issue you your hearing aids. So you got to go, I got to go to another exam. Well, yeah, it's a different exam. It's your exam to determine what new hearing aid you need. And so, you know, I let him know he's got a, you know, he's been using the VA for other things. I said, you got to, you just got to go and call and get scheduled with audiology and get in there and they'll do the evaluation and they'll issue you new hearing aids. And I reminded him because this happened to me, if you call for an audiology appointment and they tell you, well, it's six months out, you say uh, negative under the community care network. Uh, I am entitled because if you can't get me in in a reasonable time and for a specialty, uh, at least 60 days, uh, then I'm entitled to the community care network. And, you know, sometimes they'll try to dissuade you. I don't know why, you know, what, what it matters to the people who schedule, but you just tell them, no, under the law, I'm entitled to, you know, for referral to the community care network. And then they'll set you up with a local provider and they'll send you, you know, in my case, I'm going to Advent right here in Palm Coast to see an audiologist and to get my evaluation for my, uh, see if my left ear, if I need a hearing aid now or not. It kind of feels like I do or seems like I do. And so we'll, we'll find out here in the end of this month. Yeah, this is very easy. The, the community care is it just take it like an HMO pro, uh, uh, healthcare program that you get a referral from your uh, VA doctor and that goes to the community care and you get a letter of approval. So it's very easy, uh, but it's there for you to use. It is. Uh, it can be easy. Sometimes uh, it's a little got some quirks to it. Yes. But, uh, but that's what, you know, that's what your local VSO office is here for because if you run into um, – stumbling blocks get a hold of us we have access to uh, communication with with uh, va uh, employees and we can get a message out to find out what's what's broken down in communication so get things back on track yeah usually it's a, it's a matter of communication and and you know uh, at least you you have us here that we can go and reach them in the civilian world guess what it's as, uh, as like as that one, you know, you can get some glitch out there when you get of referral course. stuff like that, but of you course. don't have nobody, nobody there to help you. It's you and, uh, and the specialist here. You have us. So use, use our services guys. So matter, you know, despite all the glitches, Eric can testify to this too. Probably 95 to 98% of our veterans who come in are very happy with their VA healthcare. And, uh, <clears throat> 
I know I've been satisfied. You know, oh, they're, yeah. they're not perfect, but neither, like we no, said, neither no. is Advent, neither is Halifax, no, neither is Flagler Hospital. Not at all. But uh, the VA is uh, pretty good. And you know what? If you're in a Daytona clinic or you're in the southern part of the county and you would register and go to the Daytona clinic, the Daytona clinic's got a brand new building that's going to open oh, up yeah. sometime. I hear April or May. It's down there on Williamson in Daytona Beach, just north of LPG. So, uh, yeah, big, big brand new building, better parking. And so, uh, literally right behind Bucky. So, that's right. If you go to Bucky's, you will see it to your right when you, and that, and that traffic light there. So, it even smell, it smells new from, uh, from that light. So, you know, we talked about that. And now, um, you know, we encourage you to come see us about, about uh, help with claims, service-connected disability claims. And one of the reasons why it's especially important to come talk to a VSO is uh, I just, we just got an email about this. There was a local, I think it was a state um, legislator put out an email about cautioning against frivolous claims. And, it, you know, I, I, I read the, the email, and it, I agree, you know, frivolous claims – uh, hamper the, you know, they bog down the system. And when you bog down the system with claims that you just, what, what I call throwing spaghetti on the wall, you don't have, and I'll just say, recently had a, a veteran in who put in a claim, one of those spaghetti on the wall claims, and I'm looking and I'm asking, what what is your, you know, I see you, you submitted a claim for, let me just say something like, uh, let's, let's say Meniere's disease. And I said, what is... Uh, why did you submit the claim for Meniere's disease? Do you have a diagnosis? Well, I, I don't even know what Meniere's disease is. I said, well, why did you send in a claim for that? I don't know. I saw it on the Internet. They said that was an easy thing to claim. I said. That's a frivolous claim. That is a frivolous claim, yeah. and, that, and, that, and that bogs down the system. Yes, so, big time. I mean, they have 308,000 claims in their backlog. So when you do that, this is what happened. And so I encourage you. And I encourage our other veteran service officers yes, out I mean, there and our, we'll our local it. DAV um, claims uh, service officers. Work with vets, but find out what they actually have a diagnosis for and what you can actually um, link it to with, within the service or secondary or – I mean, there you can – now they're doing the you know the toxic exposure. So if you can ar- articulate an argument based on toxic exposure, sure. But don't just not even know what you're making a claim for. And, and Especially yeah, if you don't know if you have a diagnosis for that chronic condition or just not. Just because you saw it on a on a YouTube oh, video about about claims, or you read it somewhere on the internet, please don't do that. Don't do that. You're bugging the system. Come come talk to us and and the, you know how I even. This particular veteran, I'm cleaning up. He he used an attorney, he used another VSO, and he did things himself. And it's it is uh, all muddied up. And so um, I am solving his problems for him. And we're going to get him. We're going to get things fixed. We're going to unclog. You know, take out the stuff that he doesn't even have a diagnosis for. We're going to. I'm going to fix this. So please. See a VSO. Come see us if you live in this. You live in Flagler County, and we'll we'll know what to do. 
you know, we'll we'll interview you, and if you if you have a condition that can be linked, we'll we're going to help you with that. If it's got nothing to do with anything, guess what? We're going to say no. Nope. Uh, if if you insist on submitting this, and it's frivolous, we're probably just going to say you better just do this from home because yes. we're not going to participate we in. No, we won't touch clogging the system. So, Eric, we're getting down close to the. Uh, well, we we're into the two minute mark. So Already, you got a, anything quick that we can? Yeah, I can't leave that for next week. We got a couple of notes for next okay. week. Okay. So, uh, you know, it is coming down. You know, we're getting close to uh, just outside of the Christmas holidays, and New Year's is coming up. So, everybody, be safe and and uh, enjoy your families. And you know, we're going to be with you um, next week. It'll be our broadcast will be on Christmas Eve. So we'll. We'll uh, we'll wish you happy holidays again. But I want you to stay tuned to the end of this program because recently there was the Army Navy game, and Army did beat Navy. Unfortunately, yeah. uh, Eric, you know I had no I, dog I in saw, the fight. But, I saw the highlight. <laughs> but the national anthem was uh, was sung by the combined glee clubs of the United States Army Military Academy and the United States Naval Academy, and I thought it was finally done. Yes. And um, that's going to that's going to finalize our program today. So listen for that at the end of today's broadcast. But I got to, you know, of course I got to remind you that uh, no country, no state, no community does more for veterans. The United States of America, the great and free state of Florida, the wonderful Flagler County, the lovely city of Palm Coast, all of our beautiful beach cities. I want you to be a victor, not a victim. To be educated not indoctrinated, and most importantly, be kind to someone today or many someones. We thank you for listening and uh, hope to be with you again next week. Thank you, guys. Take care. See you next week. Bye-bye.